Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome to today's episode. I wanted to jump in here quick and let you know about today's episode. It is a live coaching with um, Tracy, a girl I met on Instagram through a mutual friend, and we are just talking and brainstorming through some ideas that she has. I haven't had or done a live coaching in a while, so I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this and just how we talked about all different things that I feel like moms think about when they start a business and what kind of holds you back when you want to start a business. So if you listen to this episode and you're like, oh my gosh, I would love to do this, um, you can jump into one of my brainstorming day experiences or jump into the creation experience and let's spend two months together really gaining clarity, creating magic for the world. This is literally what our days look like when you are in the creation experience. So if that is for you and you're like, I need this in my life, I need this brainstorming support, this clarity support, this, this idea, helping somebody, having somebody to help me just like take everything and put it into action and just take your thoughts and gain clarity on them and really like help you start that is what I'm here for. So the link is in the show notes for that. Otherwise, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friend, and welcome to Becoming Aligned, the podcast with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way. And in this podcast, we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. Okay, welcome back to Becoming Aligned with me, Lauren. I haven't done a live coaching on here in a while, and I'm really excited to talk to Tracy because I feel like we've been talking a little bit behind the scenes, but not really a lot. Um, And she's coming on because she wants to do some brainstorming and some talking. And I feel like, like you were, like you were saying, this is something where it's like, when you want to get into like the online space, it's, there isn't really a place to just like brainstorm with somebody to see if like your ideas are valid or like they make sense or like the self-doubt that comes into play when you're like, oh, I'm going to put myself out there, but all this stuff comes up, right? So I'm really excited to talk with you today and just kind of like brainstorm and see where you're at and see what we can kind of like create, come up with um, after this call. So Tracy, why don't you tell us a little bit about you so I can get to know you too and just kind of see like where you're at why did you want to do a coaching call with me um just like the clarity that you're looking for okay sure so I am a dietitian I've been a dietitian for about 10 years now um I've been working in the field of public health so population health which means that I haven't been doing like individual counseling or um any work at the individual level I have dabbled a bit in um, teaching at the university level um, and 
and some other kind of group work um, in person, but really not very extensively at all. Um, and yeah, I'm just feeling right now, well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a friend recently and saying how I was thinking, thinking about starting my own business. And she's like, you've been talking about this for so long. Like, and I was like, I just don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm as, I feel like you really need to be on top of things and make sure that when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And I was like, I just don't feel like I'm, I, I have that, like, you know, like really strong work ethic. And she's like, really? You're like the person that I would think would be able to do that. And it's, so it's kind of interesting. Like, I feel like I've been holding myself back from fully exploring it. Um, but uh, yeah. And also, you know, like, because I'm practiced, well, I, I, this is the thing I'm assuming I'll be doing something that's related to my training and experience um, in dietetics. Um, and so I need to be aware of my own competencies um, and like really be frank about the fact that I haven't been doing individual counseling. So it would, it would be quite a leap for me to just all of a sudden go into that. Um, there would need to be some training and some other stuff involved. So yeah, I guess I'm just, I've spent some time thinking more about this when I was on my mat, my mat leave. Um, but, uh, haven't really put like pen to paper, so to speak. Um, and I don't know, I kind of feel like the options are endless. And so <laughs> that's, um, yeah, I, I find, you know, you can start thinking about ideas and it's just hard to really just stop thinking about the ideas and start doing something. Um, also I'm it, like thinking about my future. It would be amazing if I'm, we're expecting a second a little one in October and it would be great to be able to have something where like I can earn income but not be like tied to a nine to five because um you know that doesn't necessarily bring me joy <laughs> um so I want to kind of give my like try and find something that allows me to have more time to do those things that I that I actually really do enjoy <laughs> I love that. I love that. And congratulations. That's exciting that you're expecting your second. So you're like, well, what are we in April? Kind of at the beginning of your pregnancy. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Um, so much. Okay. So you have the experience obviously with dietetics and like the skills and the education there, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've been doing that for years. My question is what really lights you up? Like, what do you love doing? What is something where it's like, if you could get paid to do X, Y, and Z, what would that thing be? I'm honestly, this is really tough. I don't know. Okay. I like being, all the things I really enjoy doing don't involve me doing my work. (laughs) Okay. So what are those things? Um, Like being outside. Like I love doing things outside. I just find like you're, yeah. Um, but I also enjoy, I guess, from the work perspective, um, I do enjoy getting analytical, um, evaluating programs, coming up with like conclusions on programs when you're, when you have like a bunch of pieces of information that you're trying to come up with a plan for next steps. Um, sometimes it's not straightforward and I, I, I don't know, I guess I like that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but do you, do you um, like what you do with like, like when you look at your education and what you're doing with like dietetics, like, I mean, like you said, 
the, the options are endless, really. When you look at that and what you're doing now, because you said you're not, you're doing it at a population level, right? So it's not individual. Is that something you would like to be doing is like microing it down to an individual level or do you like group? I like group. Um, I don't really, you know, the work that I do specifically, I don't feel like I'm really accomplishing much. Um, because we don't have good surveillance on nutrition, um, Mm -hmm. practices, nutrition, people's, you know, nutrition beliefs or attitudes. We just don't. So our long-term outcomes or even medium-term outcomes sometimes for our programs, like we can't even be evaluating or if we do, it's, 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 we just get so few people that provide us their, you know, (laughs) their input that is, I, I find that bit discouraging. It's like, yeah, I don't really know the impact of what I'm doing. And frankly, if I were to guess what the impact would be, it would be pretty minimal. Right. Um, so I'm looking to do something that's like feels more impactful and that I'm not just like completing steps of a puzzle that just for the sake of completing the steps. Right, right. Yeah. I was even thinking like something that could be cool is taking your dietetics, like education, right? And I know you said counseling, but I'm even thinking like, like group, like an online group type experience, you know, and you bring in maybe your passions of like nature and how being out in nature is really good for our health. And maybe it's not so much like just nutrition, but maybe it's your tying in these other elements of you that like, you're really passionate about that, you know, geared towards overall health if that's something Mm -hmm. that you are passionate about like the overall health of um a person and yourself versus just like honing into nutrition um or you can do it where you like hone into the nutrition aspect of it and really like I mean there's people who create nutrition programs and like all that kind of stuff so it kind of needs to like look at like what how do you want to help people right on like Mm -hmm. a a personal level versus like, let's take your, your work job out of it and just look at like, if you were to create a business from home, helping people with your skills and your passions, like what would you want that to look like? Right. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause I have thought about this. This isn't really like related. Well, it is a bit related to my passion. So it was something that actually when you were talking, I was thinking, you know, I, I really, I do feel, and I know from like research and from just like my you know training experience doing clinical work like mental health is such a huge component of like determining how we eat <laughs> because it you know our mental health can decide whether or not we have the energy or not or we think it's important or not to be feeding ourselves well um I mean lots of factors involved obviously in the foods that we choose to eat but um I think you know there's a link there with you know spending time in nature and like that's why I enjoy it because it makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. um, and one, one thing that I did think about was it's not really an online thing, although it would be promoted online mm-hmm. is um, I run some like brief numbers on this. And I just don't think it would be profitable or at least as profitable as I want it to be. But um, something that I struggle with <laughs> is like having meals prepped for my family for the week, like healthy meals. And it's like, 
it's, you know, one of those things where if you don't have them prepped, then you're just constantly like playing catch up and right. wondering like, what can I do with what I have? And like things like that. And so um, I was thinking, well, I can't be the only one struggling with this. Um, you know, people want to meal prep for lots of reasons. Um, and I thought, well, maybe I could do something where it's like a group meal prep. Um, I was thinking in person because I used to do that um, mm-hmm. when I was uh, a student tr- in training. Um, I ran a lot of like cooking workshops with p- different groups of people, but it could be virtual, um, I guess. But you would, like, yeah, it, there's a lot of details to figure out. Um, but, and I think that that's also, there are a lot of programs out there that are similar, like the, um, you know, like HelloFresh and all those programs, like they give you the food. Um, they give you the recipes, but they don't give you like the video instruction per se, um, or like the committed time, say on the weekend or something for you to actually prep the, re- like prep the meals. But so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't also what would lend it a little bit more, like some people might pick it up more is because it's created by a di- dietitian. So it's like, right. I can right right I think yeah that, I mean I think that could be a really cool cool opportunity in the sense of like it could be something where like each week you do a workshop where they come like maybe I don't know maybe you would do it on like Sunday because I think people they don't food prep because they don't want to spend they don't want to spend their whole weekend food prepping right so it'd be like a cool <laughs> twist could be you know, we're going to get it done in an hour and a half. You come for an hour and a half on a Sunday or a Saturday. And maybe you send out a week in advance or like that week during the week that what they need, their meal plan and whatever. And then they come together with you for an hour and a half and they pay for that maybe each week. So it's almost like a weekly subscription or something that they're paying for. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm that honestly could be a lot more profitable than probably what you were thinking because people can come at their own. And then maybe it's even like you're recording it. So the ones who can't get on live can watch the recording and prep on their own time, but they can be there with you prepping if they want, so they can ask questions or they can watch the recording and maybe you have like a group or something like that, where it's like, they can come each week and you do different meals. And maybe eventually it's like, maybe you commit to it for like a couple months and then eventually you just like rotate through the same meals. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. that could be something that's really cool. The one thing with that is like looking at your season of life now. And is that something where like you want to devote, you know, two hours, three hours on the weekend of your time doing that. Right. So that's the thing too. I like to play into because being a mom is like, we have kids to like deal with, right? It's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to take the whole weekend to do this. And it's like, um, that's, we have children (laughs) and you're going to have a baby eventually. Right. So like, (laughs) I do love that idea because I think that could be really powerful, but is it feasible for fitting into your season of life now? And, And it could be, I mean, you could be like, oh yeah, my husband would be fine. Like I could, I could create that time and it could be totally cool. Or you could be like, yeah, I don't know about that that's something that factors in a lot right like when I'm investing in this program you know in terms of my own personal time like 
what is really reasonable and what is it that I want to be doing so that I add something to my life that's positive and not like taking away from like my time with my family and my time to do those things that make me feel good. So it's like a fine line, but I really like that idea because it gives people flexibility of being able to watch the video or do it in person. Obviously too, if it's online, you can just like, it expands the like geographical region, which mm-hmm. I'd be recruiting from. Um, I, I guess I enjoy in-person stuff. Like, so that's why I'm thinking about in-person. Right. Um, I really enjoy doing those um, cooking classes, but yeah, there are a lot of, they take a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's actually a really, um, but it could like start online. Like, okay, now we're starting some yeah. live ones for people in the area. And like, yeah, yeah I think that's, and it could possible. be something that like as the online builds, maybe you find that you have a lot of people in your area that are joining the online and you can be like, Hey, we're going to do one together once a month or something, you know, like it can totally grow. And like, I think the cool thing about starting online and like, even just doing your own thing is you can decide like, Oh, this isn't working. This is working. Or like people are asking for more of this. So I'm going to like create more of this, or they want more in person or they want more online or they want more recorded or whatever, you know, like you can really like mold it into what you're looking for and what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like what you really want to help people with, like, why did you get into dietetics in the first place? I got into dietetics because of the way that healthy eating can make you feel. Like, again, it comes back to that. Okay. Like, and also, like, I was fascinated with, like, the, like, biochemistry of how, like, Mm. what you eat actually does impact like your chemical structures and whatnot. so that was that was fascinating but um yeah I mean I think more like it was a bit of that and also like just knowing from experience that when you eat well you feel better right. um yeah so so what would you love to be able to help people with You know, I think a lot of it too comes down to like, I've seen people struggling with their mental health and they, um, when it comes to choosing foods, they, I find that they're pretty susceptible to, um, marketing, like gimmicky marketing and fads and, um, uh, a lot of them, you know, involve singular foods like, oh, this food is like the best. This is, you know, and it costs like five times as much as something that's nutritionally equivalent. Um, and that's not good for their mental health either to be struggling right. to pay for other things in their lives. So I've seen that a bit um, where people really latch on to these like, oh, this food is good for mental health. I'm going to eat this a lot. Um, and it's like. It can be, you know, a symptom sometimes of their poor mental health, but it can also just be like a way for them to try and cope with how they're feeling. And it's, um, and it's not their fault because there's so much, so much crappy food marketing out there. Um, And even like the online space is a, you know, a really big source of that. (laughs) So it's a bit tricky um, with that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, and it it ends up putting people in, in cycles, right. Right. They're like struggling with their mental health. So they try and look to what they're eating or they're not looking what they're eating and what they're eating is making them 
you know, it can be a vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. I totally, yeah. totally get that because I've been in, I've been in the health and fitness realm for like over a decade. So like I've seen it, like a lot of it too. I wrote down this. What if you created something that was like how your mental health affects your nutrition? Yeah. And you could create like a, whether it be like a group program, maybe of some sort where it's like, you're walking people through like how important like mental health is and how they can, like how it affects your nutrition, but how, like what they can do for their nutrition will also help their mental health and other elements of like our being can help your mental health. Mm -hmm. And maybe like hitting points of like overwhelmed with nutrition. What do you do when you're already struggling with anxiety and depression and like, whatever, you know, like, you can have different topics like that. If that's something yeah. that's like you're, you're passionate about like the mental health and the nutrition piece and like putting mm-hmm. them together. Cause I agree. Like that's a piece that I feel like I haven't seen necessarily promoted in the sense of like, you're struggling with mental health, how this is how it's also affecting your nutrition or vice versa, like how your nutrition is affecting your mental health. And you can right. cover like how those two things from even from like a dietetic standpoint, from a chemical standpoint of like what you know, as like your education and your skills and your, like your background, putting that into something that's digestible for the average person who's struggling with mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be really cool. Yeah. That's actually a good, um, a good thought because that's also something I haven't seen too much of myself um yeah and I think you know I'm not an expert in mental health like that's a thing it's just like an interest of mine Mm -hmm. but so it would take you know like definitely research on my end to to create but but I think like that's right but even maybe what you maybe know from from your standpoint of like, what have you seen in like the dietetics world of like people coming to you with not even necessarily you specifically, but like in, in your education of like people coming in with this struggle and how their nutrition is leading to that, you know? So like, you're maybe not necessarily like fixated on the anxiety or like the mental health, mm-hmm. but more so like how the nutrition aspect can help with that or mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. Um, and there have been some really recent um, well done studies that pertain to that and like different, um, I mean, there are different dietary patterns that are associated with better mental health outcomes. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would be good. That would be that that's definitely a really good idea um and that would be something that's a bit more hands-off on like like the cooking thing Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah and it could get you started with something and like I said it could be even I mean there's all like the logistical part of it that we could work on but it's like it could be a four-week program or it could be like an eight-week program and it's like that then you can decide like, okay, what, what are we going to go through, through this? Right. And that can kind of depend on, are we going to do weekly calls? Are they going to be live? Are they going to be recorded? Um, And that kind of plays into like your season of life right now. Like, do you have an hour where you can devote to doing a live call with people or do you want to record them and then put them out? Like um, some people do that too, you know? So it kind of just 
plays in there, but I feel like that could be a really cool topic. I love the meal prepping idea because I know that's a big thing that people struggle with, but I feel like that, like you said, it's going to be a lot more hands-on unless you did like the video ahead of time. I don't know. I I like that idea too. I feel like those two ideas are like really, really good ideas. Yeah. To start with. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, uh, that mental health idea because it's something that could be completely um, virtual. And like you said, like adjusted to my, where I'm at right now, what time I have available. Right. And it could be something where, um, like I have a physical therapist I'm working with right now and she's just created like a um, postpartum type program. And like for her, we're thinking like it's on um, like, it's all pre-recorded because she had like a ton of stuff to use for it, but she eventually wants to do like live versions of it. Right. So like people can come in live and get her expertise, but go through the program, like self-paced, if that makes sense, like the video self-paced. So like that could be something where it's like you create the videos and people can go through it at any time self-paced, but then every once in a while you could do like a live version where they come in and they can get access to you live for Q and A's or whatever like that. Like you can play around with like the different kind of experience you want to have once you have like an idea of what it is you want to put out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are lots of options. There's so many looking at online stuff. So and that's where it gets overwhelming, right? Like you can sit yeah. here and write everything down and be like, okay, now I have like a mil- million ideas. And now like now what do I do? <laughs> what exactly. Makes the most sense for what I want to put out there, my season of life or all the stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um that's really cool. Um, is there any yeah. other like ideas or anything that you wanted to like talk through or anything like that? I know um I know on your forum, you talked about like the self-doubt, which honestly it comes with like, I feel like every entrepreneur struggles with that because you're putting yourself out there into the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is a part of that, the mindset piece that we definitely work on because it's something where it's like, who am I, right? Who am I to put this out into the world and like help people with this? And we all struggle with it. It's all something we can like overcome. Right. But um, that's something we can also work on. Um, but were there any other ideas you were thinking of? Cause I know you said you had a lot of ideas, many ideas for service and products. To offer. Those are like the recent ones. Okay. Um, I mean, like I've also just looked at like what is being offered virtually and it's like a lot of like the online courses, which, you know, that exists. Um, right. I guess, something yeah so it's really just thinking I guess like okay so it's like the products that you offer but it's really for me honing in on okay well like what is it regardless of product I'm offering what is it that I want the end user like who am I really targeting yep and what is it that I want them to feel like they're walking away with in terms of like knowledge um so yeah but I think like difficulty with meal prepping and also like the myth busting about mental health and nutrition are those are the the big ones lately I mean I feel at first like obviously after I had my little one Mm -hmm. I was like oh like maybe I should like 
set up a you know like an Instagram handle for like my son's meals like just for Mm -hmm. like inspiration for others um I didn't do that but I think that there are quite a few good accounts by dietitians doing that kind of thing so I'm like I don't really know that I need to add to that space um I guess if I had like a unique product offer perhaps but um I don't feel like that's the case right now um do you have do you have anything specific that people come to you for not really so I focus on like creating like healthier nutrition environments in general so we try to get um like municipalities and different organizations locally to develop policies around healthy eating that relates to um you know allowing for space and time for people to eat offering healthier foods either for sale or you know yeah so it's and then by changing the nutrition environment we are impacting people's individual behavior that sometimes that happens without those individuals even knowing or right. um like needing to make conscious changes themselves so that's what I mean by like I don't really deal with like incoming questions from individuals um or uh you know like that one-on-one right. kind what of about like your friends and family um well, interestingly, oh, okay. So another idea that I had was launching a course for, it's really tricky, but um, there's this, it's called a diet, but it's not really um, like a permanent diet. It's more of a diet to isolate your um, triggers for IBS oh, and right. therefore understanding like, okay, you can eat all these foods, but these are like limits at which you can eat them or like you can't eat all of these types of foods at once because that's really going to cause you trouble mm-hmm. um and so there's training for dietitians available um through um university in australia that developed this system they have an app that you know people can use to look up like the specific um levels of these um triggers and different foods mm-hmm. um so there are lots of supports out there for this um it would again take some learning on my part, but that's something that people have asked me about, you know, like they struggle with like, um, you know, they just like their stomach hurts all the time or like, you know, they're so bloated all the time. They don't know why. And like, yeah, also being pregnant. I'm like, yeah, it does suck. Yeah. Like at least I know why it's going yeah. for me, but like, <laughs> you know, like, um, I think, yeah, that's a big one, um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, these people may not have IBS, but like they have symptoms of it. So right. um, we can, you could try to determine if there's a dietary component um, because sometimes it's not, like sometimes it's something else. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's another thing. Um, yeah. That could even just be like understanding, like something that's about like understanding your stomach issues. Yeah, it could be very just like looking at, you know, what you're putting in your body, what you're consuming, what you're like exercise, nature, like all of that stuff also can play into that, you know, like, oh, you mm-hmm. think this is healthy, but, you know, and there's so many different things of like, oh, maybe these types of food, you should try buy more organic than these foods or this type of food can be like, everybody says it's healthy, but this could be really what's causing 
the bloating and the inflammation within your digestive system. Like there's so many things like that, that I think people don't necessarily understand where like, again, if you could create something that's very like digestible for the, the average, like even mom, the average mom who like baby didn't struggle with this before she got pregnant and now she's pregnant and had babies. And now she's like, I'm bloated all the time after I eat everything. And it's like, okay, well, here's how we can understand that. Right. And like mm. helping them understand their body from like a dietetics, a dietitian's like standpoint and like what's happening and like what certain foods are like doing certain things. Right. Like that could be really powerful. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Cause it, it is, an overwhelming area. Like there's a lot, a lot of dietary, like possible dietary triggers for like IBS symptoms. And so, um, I guess, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah, but how do you translate all of that? Right. And like, you know, we do recommend if people are going to be following the FODMAPs like diet to determine what the triggers are, they, they see a dietitian for that because, it's not intended to be long-term. You're not supposed to be restricting all these foods long-term because that's not good for you. We're just trying to hone in on what is really causing these symptoms. And then you can be aware of that for when you're like expanding your diet again. um, That's something that you feel like you could do having your education in your background. Like, could you run a group of people through like a, like, let's say we mapped out, like, how long is that? How long are you recommended to be on that um, diet for, like, figuring out what your symptoms are or, like, triggers? It goes through phases, but it could be, like, yeah, six to eight weeks. Okay. So it could be, like, an eight-week program that you bring people through. And at the end, they'd be able to now know what their food triggers are. They'd be able to maybe, like, eat normal foods again, they'll be able to know, like, they'll know their body more because they've gone through like that program with you. Right. And you do it more a group program where it's like, you have more people coming through it. And like, you would do the exact same thing you would maybe do if people came to like, somebody came to see you one-on-one, you kind of bring them through the same, the same like program, but it'd be online with like videos or something, you know, like that could be something too. If you feel like with your education, it's something that you feel, um, the word I'm looking for, um, you feel okay teaching. Okay teaching is not the right word I was looking for. Um, but you know what I mean? Like you have the credentials, like you feel like, okay, Mm -hmm. I teach on this because I, I have the background and knowledge in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, yeah, I I didn't consider even doing, like, like, because all the programs I signed up for, like, just out of personal interest online are, like, self-paced, completely self-paced, right? And so, but I hadn't actually considered, like, the, you know, like, it's an eight-week program, and, like, this is, like, a bit more structure for folks. Mm -hmm. Um, There'd be a little bit more, like, interaction with me um so yeah that is something to consider and also yeah and the thing is with this online program creation stuff it's like I need to remind myself that like it can change like what I offer like I can still work within that realm that topic area but then it's like okay well maybe now I want to pivot to like all just self-paced 
program, yeah. not like, you know, and not offer the opportunity. Like, yeah, yeah. You could start like you yeah. could do you could do one live group program like that. Like I said before, like you could your first time going through it could be all live because you're recording the stuff and then it could be anybody could buy the program self-paced and go through it on their own. And then maybe once a year or twice a year, you come in and you do like a live program with people. So they get that live interaction with you. Or it could be something where you're like, I, I went through it once and like, I realized that you know, it needs this, this added, or like you just add like little mini things to it that you record on your own and they can be add-ons or they can be up levels or you right. There's like, your mind can be blown mm-hmm. by all the different options. And I think, um, making sure we can keep our mind open to like, oh yeah, that could be a really cool way of doing it that way. But that doesn't mean every time you have to do it live, it could just mean like right. the first time you're doing it live and you have all the recordings now that you can decide how you want to package up and put out there right yeah that's a good point I even think you could have like a mental health aspect for like a group like understanding like if you created a course around like understanding your stomach issues one of your like videos could be like how nutrition is affecting your mental health you know like that could be just like a video in this whole realm, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meal prepping, meal meal prepping to help with bloat. Or like, I feel like if you had bloat in there, so many women would be like, oh my gosh, this is me. Like, tell me, tell me your ways. How are you? Like, I need to understand why I'm bloated all the time. Right. Right. And they maybe don't think it's like IBS, but it, and it might not be IBS. It might just be like, you're eating certain foods every day that actually are like troubled foods for your body in particular, because all of our bodies are so different, right? So that could be really helpful in just helping women understand their bodies from like a food nutritional standpoint and like the, the foods that you think could be healthy could also be what's affecting bloating or what's affecting like discomfort or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. I do. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no. It's just, yeah. I do see intersectionality between all those topic areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all three of them could be, I mean, honestly, all three of them could be totally three separate programs. And you could have like one topic of each in each single one. So then it's like the next program, you could be like, like, I also have a program on meal prepping. I also have a program right. on health and nutrition, you know, like eventually over time, you could be adding these types of programs. So it's like you have all three of these types of programs or opportunities or like experiences that people can go through with you. But I think the the biggest thing is like, starting right like where do you want to start and how do you want to start and then being able to commit to like putting it out into the world right because that's going to be the biggest thing like we could sit here and brainstorm all day but then it's like okay are you going to take it and like run with it right which exactly. is exactly the hardest part <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah it is um I think like step number one though is carving out time to do it yep. um like even if doing it at this point is like writing down what we talked about, our ideas, um, and really figuring out what's realistic for me, yep. um, because I am still working full time, you know, 
until my next mat leave. Um, you know, so I don't really want to be offering something like live and new, like when my babies do. Right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, like taking a look at all of that, like what's reasonable in terms of time commitment. Um, and yeah, just making sure that I maintain my enthusiasm and kind of like interest in this. Um, cause it's something that I thought about for so long. Yeah. And what has, um, what, what do you feel like has stopped you if you've been thinking about doing something for so long, just so like other people can hear, like, this is normal, you know, like there's so many people who yeah. have ideas and they, it's like, I've been thinking about this for years and this is why I just haven't done it. Right. Yeah. There've been different reasons, you know, like I think definitely, it's not like I've thought about it with the same intensity or same mm-hmm. frequency over time. Um, you know, it definitely comes and goes, but I think, um, well, a big one for me is like, I tell myself, like, it's crazy. I tell myself, like when I was, when I found out about your free, like opportunity to call, it's like, what do I have? Like, it's an hour of my time. Like, why not? Right. Like, and, but I was thinking, oh, it's a waste of time for her. Like, what's the point? Like she, you know, I, I had in my mind that you would get, you would generate ideas for people who already have their own business and like think of ways to do it differently. And so that held me back. Like I felt like I wasn't at a point yet where I was ready to like really start thinking of like solid ideas of how to roll this out. Right. Um, also just like telling myself, like, you're not going to be successful this is going to be a lot of work and it's not going to be successful. You're not going to, because, you know, like I, I would like to make earn a living through this right? Um, and not just be like a volunteer side gig because right. like, yeah, I'm not looking for that. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, all of that stuff, like so this, almost like the, the negative self-talk comes into play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's easy for me anyways for that to come up, but it's like, I need to start being like, shut up like that's not that's not serving me right and what do you feel (laughs) like would help with that um well actually I've been learning a lot more about like mindset and how to um overcome though that way of thinking because it's like it's not beneficial in any area of your life right um and it probably creeps in in a lot of areas, but I really noticed it m- the most in this online, like mm-hmm. business, like mm-hmm. thinking. Um, I think just like, I know, I know it sounds weird. So I've heard that you can't just ignore those voices. You need to create new thought patterns. Mm-hmm. And so I think really just like working on that and also recognizing what those thoughts are and being like, mm-hmm. so what? Like, mm-hmm. Like that is like an opinion in my head. Um, It doesn't make it true. Um, And it's like just doing things in spite of those thoughts also, like, you know, just having the boldness, just be like, yeah, that might happen. Like it might not be successful, but might as well try it out because like thinking, even just thinking about it gives me like energy, you know? Um, So yeah. I feel like that awareness piece I talk about a lot, like on my podcast, is like being aware of the thoughts coming in. And then that gives you the choice to like, okay, do I want to keep thinking this or do I want to like 
take a little action towards this other way. Right. And it's like, if we're not even aware of what's coming up, we don't even have the choice to choose. Right. We're just on this pattern of like, yeah, oh, now I'm not going to do it because this thought keeps coming up and playing in my head. Right. And for some yeah. of us, it can be so, it can, I mean, for some of us, for some of us, it can be so much deeper than just like our thoughts. It can be like, oh my gosh, this is something that like in my subconscious, I've been like, it's been in my subconscious for like ever because of X, Y, and Z, right? Like childhood stuff that comes up that has made me feel like not good enough or right. Like there's so many different things. Um, But yeah, I mean, we could do a whole topic on that. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but yeah, it's, I'm like so grateful to be able to chat with you today yeah. because like I was telling our mutual friend, like it's, yeah, you just don't really like necessarily have time carved out to like verbally discuss this with someone mm-hmm. who's like equally interested in what you're saying, <laughs> you know, like I might talk to my partner about it or like friends, but they're like, oh, cool. Right. <laughs> they're not like, okay, let's really think about this. And, like, right. Or you could do this or you could do this, you know, like, yeah, I feel <laughs> And that for myself, I feel like has been like a God-given thing where it's like, I love brainstorming and I love being able to like take people's ideas and be like, oh my gosh, why don't you do this? Like, this makes so much sense. But some people don't have that like ability to like see past your words into like a vision. And then you're just kind of like, oh, well, that wasn't as exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think we have like some really good ideas. Um, and like you said, carving out the time and like figuring out what that looks like, even if it's like a half hour each day to like brainstorm, like, okay, what kind of topics would you talk about in one of these, or even narrowing it down of like, which one would you feel the most confident talking about? Cause I think that would be the first place to start is like out of these three, what do you feel the most confident and most excited about talking about getting out into the world? Right. And then it's like, you can break it down to like, what does that look like? Right um that's where I would start it's like that time yeah and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a lot of time right like 15 minutes you know while your kids eating breakfast you could be doing that or like you wake like wake up a little bit earlier or it's like it's before you go to bed you can like brainstorm some things or like it doesn't I think so many people think like yeah starting a business is work right because like this is work having to like go through and like home through thoughts and like, how are things going to look and like putting yourself out there, but it doesn't have to take like hours and hours and hours and hours a day to start. Right. It's like, we can start and then we can pivot. We can start and then we can change things. We can start and we can like, we can move, but if we don't even start, we're not even going to know like how much time or how little time it's going to take. Right. We just kind of think about it in our head, like, Oh, it's going to take so much time for me to do this in all reality, it might not take you as much time as you think because you have everything you already need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point actually. Like, cause that's something that I actually, I'm like, it kind of puts me off. It's like thinking about bringing like my laptop to a cafe after work when like I spend all my day on my computer to, to begin with. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a nice thing to do. Like if I'm going to be out of the house for a couple hours in the evening, I'm going to be doing yoga. I'm going to be going for like a walk. Like it's going to be something else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that idea of just like fitting it in when I can, because honestly, there's a lot of times like that 
Right. Where I'm just like, I'm not really doing anything, but I have to be here because my kid's here. Like, <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Like, like notes in my phone on the go, you know, mm-hmm. like they're playing in a sandbox and like, you know, I've been playing with them a long time. And I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> sort of like, yeah, some interest in this. I can just take a few notes, like, yeah. um, instead of just of always being up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes when we just leave it in our head, I know for me, at least, like when I just leave it in my head and just constantly like think about all the things and they pile up, I get overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many things up here. And I don't even know like where I'm like paralyzed. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. But if we can like notice that and then be like, okay, I'm going to like write it all down. At least you can see it all on paper and it's out of your head. So yep. Then you can be like, okay, well, these things don't even matter. Like this isn't even stuff that I need to think about. Right. Like, why am I thinking about this? That's like a month away. Um, you can kind of like get through it that way, but yeah, something that I know I work with clients with too, because it's like the time blocking or the, the scheduling or the time management, all that kind of stuff plays. It's different when you're a mom, because it's like, like you just said, like, I have to be here because my kid's here, but I can't really do videos because they're playing and I can't really be like necessarily even doing really productive stuff because they could come in at any minute and be like, mom, mom. And it's like, okay, yeah. do right now. That's kind of productive. And it's like, right down your brain, <laughs> right down your brain. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I'm going to remember that right down your brain, right down your brain. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoy this. I'll let you go too. I know it's already almost been an hour. That's crazy. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have any other questions, let me know. And we'll have to keep everybody like, you know, maybe in a couple months or like six months or whatever, we'll have to, if you come out with something, when you come out with something, I'm putting this out there already, <laughs> if you come out with something, I will let everybody know because I'm sure it will be magic. I know it will be magic and um, <laughs> they can check it out. So I really enjoyed our time and um, thanks for jumping on with me. Thank you so much for doing this with me. It's like, I mean, I feel like, you know, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the pleasure is all mine. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.